Chapter 14 of Vayikra is largely a description of the complicated process of the purification and the reintegration of the Mitzorah back into the community. Chapter begins by uh, God's instruction to Moshe about the purification process of the Mitzorah. Tiet Torah Tamitzorah Biyom Torato He's brought to the Kohen. The Kohen is the person who brings about the reintegration of the Mitzorah. So the Kohen goes out, we are told in the second, uh, third verse, So the Kohen goes outside the camp. Remember that the Mitzorah has been sent outside the camp. So the purification process must begin outside the camp. The Kohen, the Kohen sees. The Kohen sees, and based on his training, understands that in fact the Mitzorah has been cured of his illness. So the whole purification process begins only after the Kohen has made a determination that the Mitzorah, in fact, is no longer a Mitzorah. Nonetheless, the process of purification, reintegration begins. It begins outside the camp, and it begins with a very interesting ritual. So it starts with the Kohen uh, ordering that two clean birds, Sipor, uh, to live and torot, as opposed to tmeot. Tmeot is earlier in chapter 11, those animals you may not eat. These are two birds that may be eaten. Two birds are taken. One of them, says the Torah, in the fifth verse, is one of the birds is slaughtered over fresh water in an earthen vessel. And the Kohen then takes the um, living bird, along with cedar wood and crimson hyssop, dips them together with the live bird in the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water. So now he's dipped the living bird into the water blood of the... uh, of the bird that's been slaughtered, and v'hiza aramitaher minat sarat sheva pamim. He sprinkles on the one who was a mitzora seven times. V'tiaro v'shilachatatzi parachaya apnei asadeh, and then he sends away the other bird. So this ritual, which involves the two birds, the one that's slaughtered, and then the living bird dipped into the blood of the slaughtered bird and sent away, and at the same time, the sprinkling which takes place over the Mitzorah is, of course, reminiscent of what we read just two chapters later, that the Torah says in chapter 16, and this is the ritual that is observed once a year, says the Torah, on Yom HaKippurim, that there is a process, a uh, a process, a ritual of, of, of atonement. The atonement which takes place 
in that complicated ritual, Seder Avodat Yom HaKippurim, the order of the atonement of Yom Kippur, sacrificial order, involves at its, at its core, one of the central features, is the taking of two goats. Two goats are stood up before God. There's a, a lottery. One of the goats is to be sacrificed in the Holy of Holies, and the other goat is handed over to someone who brings it out into the desert. In rabbinic tradition, that goat actually is killed, dies in the desert, but in the simple reading of the Chumash, the goat is sent away into the desert. So over here, we have something very similar. We have not two goats, but two birds, one of which is slaughtered, the other which is dipped into the blood of the slaughtered one and sent away. The bird flies away. At the same time, there's a ritual of sprinkling, of purification of the Mitzorah. There is, of course, a major difference between these two rituals, as similar as they may be, and that is that the ritual of the two goats, one of the goats is brought in the Holy of Holies, and even the goat that's not brought in the Holy of Holies uh, is deeply connected to the one that is brought in the Holy of Holies. They're chosen by lot. That is to say that the one that's sent out could just as easily, as easily been the one that's slaughtered in the inner chamber. In our case, in chapter 14 of the two birds, there is no sense in this ritual of any kind of sacrificial peace. In fact, it's interesting that, first of all, the birds that are mentioned, they are birds tahorot, but they're not birds that we find in any other place in the Torah that are used in the sacrificial service. The sacrificial service consists of doves or turtle doves. Uh, over here it says tzipor. Tzipor could be any, any bird. And secondly, the slaughtering of the bird, uh, the, here it says vishachat, to slaughter, that's the same verb that's used in the slaughtering of animals. But in the book of Ayikra, in the description of the bringing of the birds that are sacrificed inside the uh, sacred space, the Torah used a different language. The Torah did not speak about shechita. The Torah spoke of malaket roshel. In chapter 1, in verse 15, when it talks about the birds, it talks about whether they're uh, doves or, 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 or pigeons, those are the birds that are appropriate for sacrifice. The other term is umalak. The, uh, the rabbinic understanding of malak is not that you take a knife and slaughter the bird, but rather the kohen with his own body, with his own finger, is detaching the head of the bird. So already you see in our chapter that the purification of the mitzorah, even though it has certain parallels to the two goats, is very different. It's not a sacrifice. Yes, it's performed by the priest, but we have to remember that back in chapter 10, when the Torah spoke of the rules of the priest, what the priest is to do, the priest is lahorot at B'nai Yisrael. There it describes the priest as one who, who teaches. Lahorot, related to the word Torah. Yes, the priest, of course, does perform the sacrificial service, but the priest would appear from chapter 10 and certainly from other parts of the Bible that the priest may have an additional function unrelated to sacrifice. And perhaps this particular service, on one hand, it has a sacrificial cast to it. It feels sacrificial. On the other hand, 
it deviates radically from the sacrificial service that we are familiar with. In terms of the two goats, and in terms of the two birds, one can find a common element to both, and that is that in the case of the two goats, the goat that's sent out into the desert carries with it, bears with it the sins, the iniquities of all of Israel. And in the case of the Mitzorah, one can see that the bird which is sent away, the bird which is the living bird, dipped into the blood of the bird that's been slaughtered, that there's something about this ritual which suggests that the way that what allows the Mitzorah to be reintroduced into the community is that symbolically, in some sense, that which represents the Mitzorah remains outside. That's very interesting to think about in terms of the two goats. There's something about the iniquity, the sin, that is not, doesn't disappear. It's there, but it's distant, it's distance from us. So to, to that degree, one can, I think, find a commonality uh, between these two rituals, despite the fact that they are quite different. Now, the ritual over here of the two birds is not the end of the story. It is the beginning of the story, because after that, the Mitzorah has to, uh, after the Mitzorah is washing his clothes, v'kibeset b'gadav, v'rachatz b'mayim, then the Torah says that the Mitzorah may re-enter the camp. This is found in uh, chapter, chapter 14, verse number 8. So however, he must remain separate from his tent for seven days. That is to say, he re-enters the camp, there's a process of, of reintegration. So he waits seven days. At the end of this seven days, once again, he is required to uh, etc. And that, uh, once again, in verse number 9, So there's two stages over here in terms of the washing. Uh, the first allows him to enter. It's preliminary, I would say, to re-entering. And the second one is preliminary to a full sense of purification, which has to do with allowing to be to be connected to the sacred space, to the Mikdash. Just as we saw earlier, the woman who gives birth, there's a two-step process. There's the first seven or 14 days, and then there's another period, either of 40 days or 80 days, in which finally she brings sacrifices, and that allows her to be fully reintegrated into the camp, not only in terms of the people that dwell in the camp, but in terms of the, the sacred space, the temple, the holy, the holy things. So too with the Mitzorah. The process of reintegration involves leaving the space, leaving the distance, re-entering the camp, and finally, an additional complicated process in which the Kohen is at the center of it, which allows the Mitzorah to be fully integrated.